0: G.I. Joe Sigma-6, name for a highly trained special mission force. It's objective. Stop Cobra, stop Cobra, Cobra. Sigma-6, be a hero. G.I. Joe will turn the tide. Be a hero. Sigma-6 is on your side.
1: Be a hero. Be the
0: best of the best. Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is there. Hey, everybody, and
1: welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This week, I cannot guarantee it's spider-free. This is knowing is half the podcast and I am race to Canis.
0: You know, sometimes I really do not like being on a chat with these two. because um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can put the gifs of spiders. just you just put them there. It's, it's free and it's it's legal. You can do that to people who uh, have arachnophobia. Listen, Robert
2: fan. Clark Chan. Part of uh, part of being friends is uh-huh. learning each other's weaknesses and exploiting those weaknesses. Uh,
0: Gina Opolito that is what you call an enemy.
2: Did you just call uh. me Umpolito? Uh,
0: I didn't, but I will from <laughs> now on. <laughs> oh my gracious, Journal Umpolito, tell us what your day is like. <laughs> No, look, because
1: ordinarily when Chan is late getting us the link, I send him a meme of Bernie Sanders that says I am asking once again for Chan to send us a link. And Uh I thought I really came through in an audience of only two people. And that's why I'm bringing it up here. When Mm. I found a picture of Bernie Sanders as a spider and Mm. I posted it in our chat, I thought I was doing a great
0: job. Rafe Bracanus, you are not helping (laughs) at all. (sighs) To be fair, when I was in high school,
1: uh, we made up joke names for each other, uh, and mine uh, was Ragnarok Spankton, which I think is a considerably better name than my actual one. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's pretty solid. Uh, we're talking about GI Joe this week. Why bury the lead? We are actually talking about GI Joe Sigma Six. This is episode ten. So after this one, only three more episodes of season one of Sigma Six. Then we have season two of Sigma Six. But you know, milestones, everybody milestones are we are we enjoying season seven so far i am
0: we're not even halfway through
1: wait
2: what's the name of this episode
0: honor, honor. You, oh you did i thought you were threat. saying
2: it was called
1: milestones and i
2: was oh.
0: about
1: to be like i watched the wrong
0: episode Yeah. <laughs> oh, no,
1: <laughs> no I, i'm gonna say right now i'm gonna put it out there and i'm gonna say it early so that way chan can get his disagreements ready I thought this was the best episode of Sigma Six that we have watched so far. Holy
0: shit balls! I thought. Are you serious? If you are going
2: to argue, then you have to present an alternate candidate.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Chen. What was your other? What was your favorite episode of Sigma Six?
0: Yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm not a a canon guy by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, like. The, the, what they've done to just uh, shit on the character of Snake Eyes just in this episode was very, very unpleasant. I did not care for it at all. That's wild. I'm sorry, did I say Snake Eyes? I meant Naruto. That's what I meant to say. he is Naruto. He is Naruto Snake Eyes in this. That is
1: Yes, I think we must all have that exact same note somewhere written down. Um, But I did feel like I know the comics a little bit, and I do feel like they played with the tropes of the comics, uh, and I thought they did a good job getting near the comics. Uh, Considering that this is meant to be a a send-up of uh, Japanese-style anime, the fact that we have the most Japanese storyline, I thought, while not without its warts, I thought they did a pretty reasonable job of the interplay between Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes and some of the character choices that were made, uh, I was on board for. Mm.
2: Uh, I thought it was fine. So once again, we have Goldilocks and the three bears.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, here we go. It opens uh, in Japan. There's an Arashikage shrine. And uh, somebody calls somebody a peckerhead, which <laughs> I didn't know you could use that language in 2005, 2006. But here we are.
0: Uh, but really?
1: Yeah. And uh, Kamakura is there. And we're all reminded because I forgot that Kamakura was also a member of the Arashikage clan, and he was wondering if this shrine would have some of his old ninja buddies there. Also, he's
2: a white dude, right?
0: Yep. yep. And I know, so I,
2: I'm going to be honest; I was a little confused about that
0: part. Th- that was like right off the bat. They're like, "Hey, Japan is uh, Snake Eyes' homeland." I'm like, "Wait a minute! I thought he was a white dude. What the hell?" Turns out he weird. is a white dude, but like. It's unclear to me if Japan is his homeland. If they know that he's white, if wait, one if, of them if,
2: was adopted though, right?
0: Which Snake Eyes was
1: adopted into the Arashikage Clan. That yeah, as like so, a, as a baby, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, isn't that part of his lore? Yeah, I forget what age it happened, but yeah. He was the adopted son yeah. of the of the uh, uh, what's his name? Hardmaster, who was yeah. the sensei. And Storm Shadow, if I remember right, is his actual, like biological son. I shouldn't say actual, huh? biological yeah, yeah. son he's like he's like why can't you be more like my adopted boy yeah and there's a natural rivalry between the two for their entire lives because yeah. Hardmaster is always harder on storm shadow and he's always favoring snake eyes so storm shadow kind of gets a little like chip on his shoulder about Wait, it how
2: do i know this and chan doesn't
0: no uh i th- great question uh, my understanding was that he was an adult by the time he came to japan
2: No, he's, he's like a, he's like a little, little orphan. Little orphan orphan snake eyes. And he gets adopted. Uh, This is even established in the live action GI Joe movie.
0: Right. Well, I mean, that's its own separate uh, uh, world timeline thing.
1: And just to finish out the thought in the comic books, that's how it builds up. And then in the climactic moment, Cobra asks Storm Shadow to join them and he turns them down. He says, you're not honorable. I'm not going to join
0: Cobra. Snake Guys was trained at the Military Assistance Command Vietnam Recondo School and served at long-range reconnaissance patrol in Southeast Asia with Stalker and Storm Shadow, eventually leaving the service to study martial arts with Storm Shadow's Orochakage Ninja Clan. So unless he was four years old when he went out on patrol I mean, in Vietnam.
2: <laughs> no, no. I- I'm telling you, in the live-action movie, the the first one, like We're the kind of good one the, the light, they the show doesn't him doesn't even
0: uh, happen until years later after this
2: but I think that this is setting up that new mythos that he was adopted because they show them as little boys
1: yes no they are I mean look here's the deal there are different tellings uh, my, my notion was that and maybe this is the canon Hasbro version I don't know what version Chan has in front of him right now um, but my understanding was that uh, definitely in the rise of Cobra, they say he was abducted uh, or, uh, off the streets and and taken into the ninja clan. like that is absolutely how it goes. Uh, in the TV show in obviously here, he's shown as being two kids in the yeah. clan. So here in Sigma six that is the story as well. I thought that was also the story of the comic book, but I guess I'll have to go into a little bit of a deeper research for that.
0: Yeah, um, I guess you will.
2: but what I'm saying is like I would buy one white Arashikage clan member uh also like the whole lore is that like he is that uh uh Storm Shadow thought that he killed their master but really it was Cobra and then at some point he finds it out and is like oh well fuck Cobra But I'm also not going to join the Joes. I'm going to be my own man. And then he struts off into the sunset. And I think he became a Wall Street
1: bro. Yeah, that holds up.
0: Uh, He was uh, he was in the movie Wolf of Wall Street.
1: (laughs) Uh, Snake Eyes of Wall Street. He
0: was the he was doing he was the one doing uh, cocaine off a a hooker's butt. I assume that there is a shot of uh, a Wall Street bro doing cocaine off a hooker's butt in that movie. Oh, I have not seen that movie.
1: So according to this, and I am i can't see like where it is, but according to the official Joe Pedia, uh, members of the Arashikage clan uh, that we, characters we know about, we have Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Jinx, Slice, Dice, Kamakura, and more surprising to me than any others, Firefly. Firefly is a member of the clan, which I did not know about till this moment.
0: Well, there you go mm. then.
1: Um, But yeah, there are, here's the deal. There are different tellings of this story and that's okay. Robert Clark Chan.
0: It is not okay. It is not okay.
1: It's pretty much okay. Um, Anyway. So the the story
0: goes. It's fine that it's, that there are different versions. It's not fine that this is the worst version.
1: No, well, here's the deal. Uh, Cobra commander ordered um, uh, the hard master to be assassinated with the hopes that that would turn storm shadow evil. And have him join Cobra. So he hired Zartan to go and take him out. Uh, which I think he takes him out with a bow and arrow from a long distance away. Drops him. Good job, comic book Zartan. And uh, Snake Eyes is the one who finds him. So of course, uh, Storm Shadow says, oh, you did this. You killed our father. I hate you. I'm going to go join Cobra. And so in retaliatory moment, Snake Eyes joins G.I. Joe. Thank you. That's the story. Which one? It's one of them.
0: That's, Definitely one of them. That is moderately helpful. I believe that that In is the comic book course. version.
1: That is the comic book version. Although now I'm having second thoughts about, the, was he was he there as a kid? I don't know the answer to that. I thought so. Anyway, uh, that's going to take us to the intro. And we have this wild extended intro again. I'm sure you all noticed. Yep. Why does this just appear like every five episodes? Wait, there's different intros?
0: Yeah.
2: Huh. Yeah, I kind of it, it, I kinda it, like that.
1: I like. I've it, been complaining it. about it because, like, they have like all these clips added uh, from the previous episodes we just watched, uh, in addition to the theme song, so it's longer. Maybe they only put it in there when they don't have as much show to give to us, and maybe that's, that's
0: entirely possible. The simple yeah.
1: answer, I yeah. don't know. Uh, but cutting back to it, uh, we we go right away. Like we're going straight into the action with the Sigma System Protocol, and I am still very confused as to how this works.
0: Uh, how this works is they show it and children go, I want to buy that. And then they harass their parents until they cave.
1: I get that, but they put the mission parameter. We've talked about this before, but they put the mission parameters in and it starts downloading and figuring out who the best members for the team are. And then halfway through that process, Duke just turns and goes, okay, guys, I'm just going to tell the computer who it's going to be. It's going to be the ninja team this Mm -hmm. week. This is the ninja. And he's right. Don't get me wrong. So you got what? Jinx, Kamakura, and Snake Eyes. Yep. Why we only send three people on a mission? I don't know. Seems uh, weird. I mean,
0: who else are they going to send? They're trying to... Also, also uh, for the record, they're no longer called Power Stones. They're called Sigma Stones. Uh, why? Who knows? Oh, yeah. When did they change that?
1: I don't, I like, so. that. I don't like that.
0: I don't like it. Right now. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this episode. <laughs> I'll tell you when they changed it. I'll right make one. it
0: clear why that is the reason. But uh they, they do and it's bullshit. um
1: and I just wrote her again that sequence is badass. The system Sigma system protocol scene is awesome, and if the show was only that, I'd be okay.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. I'm I'm content to let that lie. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I mean okay. here's the thing. There are I mean for the most part, I am not a content person, and I have things to say about a lot of things. Um, I'm going to let this one go, and you should be thankful.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I've heard you go off on some wild tangents about very, very minor things before, and I would argue it always
0: makes for good podcasts. Uh, What you call a tangent, I call a legitimate beef. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Now, we got the dreadnoughts. The dreadnoughts
1: are here in Japan, dressed like traditional Japanese (laughs) people. Here's the and
2: thing, I, I, because the Dreadnoughts are such idiots to begin with, I like this bit. I think it's making fun of, like, American idiots who are
0: like... 100%, if you asked me which of the G.I. Joe characters <laughs> were weebs... I would be like Dreadnoughts, no question. You don't have to. There's, you don't have to ask me anything more. Just in my head, I know that that's what they are. That they go home and they all have um, uh, waifu body pillows. They all have <laughs> Crunchyroll subscriptions, and uh, they all have just like tons and tons of hentai on their computer. And I did nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like to think that they, like, on the flight over, they were like, we gotta blend in, you know? And then, like, they were like, I got it. And then they went to the very first store that they saw when they got off the plane and they were basically like, yeah, this is gonna be
1: great. Yep. Uh, we're, no, we're going to fit in just like locals. Can we <laughs> I, I still have a problem with the voice. Uh, and I love voice actors. Look, I'm on the record. I love voice actors. They're all brilliant people and very fun. I didn't, I still don't care for the voices. I maybe I'm because I got Chris Latta, and, you know, in the originals and they were so good that I'm just having a hard time adjusting. Could we hear just a little bit of this scene of them talking? Uh, it's just, I don't know. I it's, it's probably fine. Maybe I'm being too hard on it. I just every time they start talking, I just I get a little annoyed. You're off your rocker, Machete. You said these kimonos would help us blend in. There's been some kind of mistake. Maybe the cruiser dropped us off in the wrong blooming country.
0: That sounds yeah, fine to me.
1: Uh, blooming! It dropped us off in the wrong blooming country. I it, I don't know. It just doesn't have the panache that I want out of my dreadnoughts. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm too hard. Maybe I'm just too hard on this.
0: Maybe you uh, hate voice actors for some reason. I don't know why you would, because they're How wonderful people.
1: How dare you? How but, dare you, uh, Robert Cartier? It we
0: seems, uh, we're, we're um, an animation podcast. It's, it's rude.
1: One of the wildest things I've seen on Sigma six happens where we cut to Jinx and Kamakura flipping and flying through the trees to navigate themselves to the Arashikage temple. And then as they arrive, it turns out snake eyes just took a motorcycle.
0: They're practicing.
1: I found that to be very funny is that they're doing all this very traditional anime, you know, running the rooftops, swinging the trees. And then they get there and snake Eyes is just, just hanging out on a, mo- on a motorbike. Into it. Um, one aspect of this I did like is the fact that Storm Shadow still finds, still considers himself to be uh, with the Arashikage clan. So when he sees three Joe members who he feels are bad people, he doesn't, you know, n- no one will tell him. Uh, when he sees Snake Eyes and two friends there, two clan mates there at the source of the Soul Stone, he says, I need to protect the Soul Stone of the Arashikage clan from you even though his side is the one that's there to steal it. Good writing.
0: Yeah. You know what's not good writing? A traitor who shall be punished when we fight the duel of the three elements. Ugh. (laughs) I Okay, look.
1: look, You hate elements?
0: I hate this idea that it's a a duel of three elements. Three elements, Jesus Christ, four or five. If you choose three, that means that uh, uh, we did not have enough time. And if you don't have enough time, you don't fucking do it. Chan hates the elements. He hates the Disney Pixar film
1: Elemental.
0: Uh, Um, I haven't heard good things about it. So, Mm, see, I rest my case. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it turns out that it's like a whole thing with like a a super move that can only be done by two people, which. I mean, little hokey, I'm willing to go with it, but uh, the way they cludged it together, I was just not on board.
1: It, it's a little clunky. Uh, I'll say right here, no, the elements as I know them as five, and I'm using the uh, Captain Planet uh, version, you've got Earth, Wind, Water, mm-hmm. Fire, mm-hmm. and of course, Heart. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Those are the five elements, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steel. Steel is the first of the three elements. Not one of the Captain Planet uh, uh, -um Pentumvirate. I don't know what you would call that. I think I did it right. No, No, I think it all back. I got it right. Nailed it. Uh,
0: Yeah, if you were going to say, say like, the the three... ninja of th- th- i don't know uh tenants so soul- Tenets, the three nin or the three pillars of the arashikage clan yeah stuff like that uh it would make sense but three elements is dumb
1: yeah look i i like this episode a lot there's a lot of fun and cool things that happened in it Having three separate fights that are very gimmick gimmick matches, one and all, uh, that lead to a gimmicky finish wasn't my favorite part of it, but I like these two characters of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and I like how generally correctly they're being portrayed in this episode with their complicated relationship, and the fact that Snake Eyes can't talk, and Storm Shadow doesn't want to hear what he would have to say anyway I thought that all came across and I thought they did a good job with that relationship in this episode.
0: Mm, I feel like the, these characters work best when you only have a, a shadowy reference point for their history. Because um, a lot of things will look silly in the light of day. And the show can uh, leans towards silly in a bad way a lot. And if, I would rather they just sort of, like, left it alone and, like, don't, don't show us pictures of friggin' baby look, snake eyes. Look,
1: look, that was, we'll get there when we get there. That was a moment. Um, okay, at this moment, though, the Dreadnoughts attack. And I, I loved this attack. I take it all back. I enjoyed everything about the Dreadnoughts in this scene. They attacked the way I think that they would attack. They've got crazy fun weapons and they uh buzzer gets himself the power stone in this battle good job Dreadnoughts. excuse what? me excuse me the sigma stone
0: thank you we do not dead name these stones
1: <laughs>
0: i i don't no, somebody else
1: take over the show i'm not doing no, it
0: i'm being i'm being dead serious here i call that shit x because i i think if you decide to choose a new name uh you you respect it even though uh Elon Musk is a piece of crap even though his software uh his company is a piece of crap i still respect the the naming you no. heard so. it here first chan thinks corporations
1: are people yeah yeah big fan big fan of that
0: uh citizens united was a gift to uh free speech <laughs> and we should all be thankful for our corporate roles <laughs>
1: gina anything you want to add here? Uh I think it, I'm not I comfortable think talking right now to be honest with you. So I think gina, it's all it
2: stupid. Uh I don't think anything Elon Musk does should be respected. Uh I think that Come on,
0: what about the Tesla truck?
2: Oh God. Oh yeah, the one that the one that they that that broke or something. Didn't, I'm just assuming yeah, no. based on everything else he does.
1: <laughs> well, He's, you know, okay, here's the deal. Here's here's the, my take of the Cybertruck is You know how, like, you look at you go to McDonald's and there's pictures of the food, and then you get the actual food, and it's nothing like those pictures. Somehow, the pictures of the Cybertruck that they put out early, which already looked like ass, but comparatively speaking, the actual Cybertruck looks
0: considerably worse. Somehow, like that is that is a doing from the get go. I was like, really, this looks like something from like an early '80s a Troma or a Corman picture where they just took like a golf cart and, and slapped um, just like big old uh, pieces of cardboard, and paper mache on it and called it a car. Like you're not seriously trying to sell that thing. And then somehow it turns out that it's super hard to make that thing. So they can't even make it. They, 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 they weren't even shooting for the stars. They just uh, the most they,
1: wild story that came out about it is that the first one came off the line, right? They finished the first Cyber Truck, so they wanted to get a picture of it, but it looked like such anus. They put <laughs> all the employees in front of the truck, so you couldn't see it.
2: <laughs> I would rather like, see an anus. Well,
0: yes. How about a stuck anus?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. No. Now there's a reason there's a reason we don't have video for these uh, shows, Chan.
0: How about uh Rafe Burkerners?
2: Oh yes, uh huh. I've heard mm-hmm. good things.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: So, <laughs> oh, right.
0: that's it. That's it for him, folks. That's it, He's dead. The <laughs> heart's <laughs> going out.
1: Um <laughs> His body will
2: his body will lie in the in the hot
1: garage for the next week until anyone (laughs) notices. No one's (laughs) coming to get me. (laughs) My only hope is that the stray cats make enough noise when I'm not feeding them.
0: At some the only shot I got. At some point, your daughter will be like, "Man, I really want a soda." (laughs) And we'll just wander out there. She does not drink. So, yeah. You know
1: how bad those things are for your health, too. And she'll be like, what's this lump? It looks kind of like that guy that lived in the house for a little while. <laughs> that guy that lived in the house. Oh, to be remembered so fondly. <laughs>
0: oh, and my I, gracious. I actually have a note in here. Oh, that no. It says, structurally, this is fine, but the kids are really dorky. So I guess at the time that I watched it, I was like, okay, like the story... All of the pieces of the story are are fine. It's just the execution from top to bottom. Like the characters are dumb, the 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 actual elements of the story proper are dumb. Kids um, are
2: dorky though. Like that that seems like that seems like a good note. Like you don't want these kids to be cool, but they're ninjas. Yeah, you think all ninja kids are cool? They're still kids. They're still eating their boogers and picking their noses and farting until they
0: shart. That is... So when someone asks you, what do you know about kids, Gina? The, (laughs) The first and possibly only things that come to your mind are they eat their boogers, they pick their nose, and they fart until they shart.
2: Yeah, can you really tell me that I'm wrong?
0: I mean, <laughs> uh, about having a years, child, but. I will say that there are at least three more things that they do, but <laughs> I mean, you did get the bulk of them, so I'll give you credit for that.
1: <laughs> um, so Jinx and Kamakura say, "Hey, the Dreadnoughts just took off with the uh a Sigma Stone, and we should probably go get it. I mean, it's really we're kind of mad that we did that they got it and they left." And I'm real disappointed in our, in our uh, failing on this mission. We should probably go chase them, but let's talk about our feelings first. <laughs> to the point where they talk for an eternity about how, you know what, we should probably chase after them since our mission is that stone and they got that stone. Before they finally come together to make the decision to go after them. And uh, I found that hilarious.
0: Yeah, like I like the idea of splitting this uh, episode into two parts where mm-hmm. they're chasing the dreadnoughts, uh, you know, like the goofballs chasing the goofballs and then the like the cool dudes duking it out. Yeah, um, but yeah, like the duking it out was terrible and the goofballs on goofball action was also terrible.
2: I'm going to be honest. I would watch an entire episode that's just the dreadnoughts making faux pas in foreign countries.
1: Yes. Yes, I would. Oh, I would follow them around as a reality show. No joke. I would yeah. watch the hell out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then, like, at the end of the show, just to, sh- just to, like, show that they're not the good guys, like, all the locals are just, like, you just interview the locals for them to shit on them. Like, it's just <laughs> an entire episode of, like, the the Dreadnoughts being like, what's this food called? Sushi? And then, like, at the end of the episode, you interview the locals and they're like, wow, I have never met people so stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, they're not getting paid for this show. Uh, If you are a kid of theirs, uh, make sure they pay you child support because I'm sure they're not right now. And mm-hmm. they yeah.
1: should be 100% chance.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, if you're so- talking deadbeat dads, like, again, which G.I. Joes are deadbeat dads? uh dreadnoughts right up there uh that, most of the cobras surprisingly i think they do pay child support
1: can i tell you i feel like that's a uh like a hardtimes.net like article top 20 gi joes in order of who i think is a deadbeat dad
0: <laughs>
1: uh, i'll be honest that sounds amazing and i would in fact watch it yes
0: i would click on that
1: yeah i would click on that in a heartbeat um okay ninja fight number two the second test Going back to the elements, the first one was steel, so obviously the second one is air. So we went with we went with a real one, real element this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's kind of cool, you know. I think they're all pretty cool. If I'm just going to be real, uh, because they're chained together uh, in this fight, whether so by, by their wrists, they have a chain between the two of them, and they have to do a sword fight. And they get to fling each other around, and uh, what? Somehow they end up on top of the Eiffel Tower. I don't know how this happened. Uh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing: there is a tower uh, in Tokyo that looks kind of like the Eiffel Tower. So I will, I will give them that because that was also my first thought. It's like, how the fuck did they tr- go intercontinental with this? I'm like, okay, no, they're this is okay. I will allow this.
1: Okay. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was really awkward. Um, but I, I do like this. Look, this is 1v1. You got the split screen with Storm Shadow's face on one, Snake Eyes' face on the other, and they do that move where they're chained together and they jump at each other with their swords and they slash, and they both get a hit. Now, the hit on Storm Shadow is sort of on like what the shoulder. So he gets cut, his sleeve tears a little bit. Snake eyes gets cracked right across the face, shattering half of his faceplate and revealing what? Blonde hair <laughs> sticking out from his eye slits. Wait, didn't we, ar- didn't we already see this in a previous episode? I don't know that we did because, at the very least, I was surprised by this. Now, we. <laughs> you were surprised that he was blonde. I was surprised that he was blonde. Yes. I Yeah, I thought I was for a second,
2: and then I and then I think I thought we saw him at some point. I just want I just want to get back to him and uh who's he boning? Scarlet, Lady J? I don't remember. He's boning
1: Scarlet in many iterations. I don't think this is one of them.
0: There is only one girl in the show. Uh, Okay, well, technically Jinx, I guess. But, like, Scarlet is the only Joe.
1: Yeah. Jinx is a Joe? How dare you? Women can't be Joes in Chan's world.
0: She's a literal child. She's, like, 16 or something.
1: Is she?
2: I thought that that's just, like, an anime trope, that all the adult women look young. I mean, it
0: is,
1: and so that's what they're going for.
0: Both her and Kamakura are, like, young apprentices.
2: Oh, I thought that meant, like, 21.
0: So you're... Saying that she's barely legal <laughs> and this, that you're okay with that? No, and that 18 that is what you want. would be
2: barely legal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Look, what I really love is was like go-
2: fully legal.
1: we I'm going to get us out of here. Uh, 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 And I'm going to drag us back in. We go to a flashback scene where the two of them need to work together to cut this log. That's like a big test from back in their training days. And we and Snake, they're both wearing almost identical outfits to what they're wearing now, which is wild to consider, except for the fact that Snake Eyes has this like headpiece that has like a Naruto star right on the forehead. And his blonde hair just sticks out all over the place in his face.
0: Are we going... Oh, okay, no, never mind. That's...
1: But what I thought was cool was when they did the log cut thing together, uh, Storm Shadow gets cut on the shoulder, and Snake Eyes gets half of his visor cut off, and it gets slashed of the eye, which is exactly what happened in the fight that just happened. This is a pattern between these two. Mm. I loved the callback.
2: So really, all one would need to do to win is vary their fighting style.
0: At some point in their life. You are
1: correct, (laughs) except for the fact that this is a very precise... I think that there's a series of motions they're expected to do to get it done correctly.
0: Mm -hmm. That involve hitting people in faces? Mm -hmm.
1: Yes.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I will also say I wrote a note here that half of Storm Shadow's dialogue is excellent. The other half is so on the nose, it hurts me of all people. Well, I mean, at least some of it is
2: good. In kids' TV, half good, half on the nose is good.
1: You know what? You heard it here first. Gina Ippolito loved this episode.
0: <laughs> um, my kid has just started watching that uh King Kong show on Netflix. Did not know there was a King Kong show on Netflix. Me neither. Uh, it's a it's it's animated. And it has some of the worst writing. (laughs) I mean, like you, we know I have been watching a lot of terrible ass cartoons since when, uh, since, since I had a child, um we've done uh, Some a of podcast us don't know about, about this
2: show because we canceled our Netflix accounts at the start of the strike in solidarity uh-huh. with the people who are being screwed over consistently by
1: Netflix.
0: Uh Thank you let me see did the guild real say supporters that, do that?
1: Chan, real supporters Actually, of and sag the canceled their Netflix. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Individuals
0: guild in direction? the
2: guilds did indeed say you should do that.
0: Individuals of the guild are are you an individual in no, the guild no. Gina
2: I'm saying individuals high up in the guild said you should do that they're mm-hmm. just opting not to say it as a whole because mm-hmm. they know that Netflix will never own up to the fact that people canceled their subscriptions and since they don't re- release their subscriber numbers that would be pointless
1: Also, remember, like Netflix lost like a literal million subscribers in one month. And we're like, yeah, we still have two hundred and twenty one million subscribers. We don't care. Uh,
0: Point being, King Kong is terrible. Do not under any circumstances allow your child to watch that.
1: So probably not worth re-signing up for Netflix for is what I hear you saying.
0: Uh, I mean, there's plenty of stuff worth uh, doing that, although we've mostly been watching Britbox lately. So,
1: Mm. yeah, that makes that tracks, actually. Oh, I forgot to mention the log thing is the test of water, the third of the
0: three elements. The what? Steel,
1: the, air, the, and water.
0: Steel, air, and and uh, the test of water is the one where you you uh cut a log. Cut wood.
1: Yeah, you uh-huh. cut a log in the test of water because it's it's coming off of water.
0: Because wood wood is water water. Is a floats.
1: Shape of water.
0: When, when, you have
1: to fight a frogman. I and would
2: fight a frogman. But then Fighter I would be his pot. friend.
0: Because uh I would I, I would uh I would get a hand job from that uh from that guy. Oh, okay.
1: Look, if there was an actual like legitimate human intelligence monster species that was walking around today, mm-hmm. I can guarantee at least 80% of the populace would want to fuck it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh-huh. Y'all are creepy. Um, y'all remember Battle Beasts?
1: love me some battle beasts earth uh fire and water or something like air fire and water right wood fire and water thank you Mm -hmm. Uh, i had a ton of battle beasts i had
0: vehicles man that shit was bomb if they had said uh water fire and wood those are the three elements for test i would buy that you know what i don't want buy Steel, steel air and water except that it's actually wood Uh, Yeah,
1: look, uh, I thought that the actual trial was cool, but I cannot get behind the the three elements. I'm just having a hard time with that.
0: I like that. there. I'm fine with there being a trial, but none of the parts of it worked. (laughs)
1: Um, I did like the part where Snake Eyes is knocked from this Eiffel Tower by Storm Shadow, who apparently, I forgot, he must cut the chain as well because Snake Eyes is free-falling, off of the Eiffel Tower, while Storm Shadow is running down the side of the building. Yeah, and I just wrote cool. here, is literally everyone on this show Naruto? What is happening right now?
0: Uh, Yes. The answer is yes.
1: I mean, the answer is definitely yes. Um, Which, okay, here's the deal. This is where for the second episode in a row, I have thoughts. Well, I had thoughts every episode, but uh, they're ordered to send the virus unit to uh uh, deal with the joes right except it is again for cobra it's not ready and they're ordered to send the virus unit anyway that's a robot and i'm just telling you listen to your qa everybody (laughs) this is a public service message if your qa is telling you it's not ready and you're working on a game say like apex legends and your qa is saying i don't think this is ready for live and you push it into live over the weekend anyway, and it crashes your entire game because it wasn't ready and needed more testing. This could be a scenario that anybody is familiar with. You know, anybody you know has a relatable, uh, uh, exactly like this story. Um, uh, listen to your QA is my point. That's my point. I'm trying to say
0: uh, th- this was such a near miss because yeah, it, it's basically the exact same problem as the previous one. Uh, we're, you know, it's, it's under maintenance. We're having to fix a problem now. Just send it out. They could have just said to achieve the same results. Uh, it's not properly charged. It's only at like 20% power. We need to get it powered all the way up. Uh, and they say, no, do that anyway. That way you get the, uh, the big beastie robot that isn't at full power. And so could uh, be conceivably bested by a couple of children with sticks. Um, yeah. And the fact that they did that is uh, lazy and it doesn't make any sense because later on it gets super powered up by the Sigma stone. So that would actually make sense that it had no power and now it's got a, a lot of power. And the fact that you bring in that it's broken or whatever is just bad.
1: Yeah. Bad. It's, it's just, it's repetitive. And then there's a second plot point that I believe happened in a previous episode too, which we'll get to in a sec. Um, you know, the the, the part that uh, kills me, and okay, real quick, when they cut over to the Cobra a uh, phone operator who's sitting there in a full visor and armor and he's just answering the phone. Uh, I've been <laughs> watching a lot of Venture Brothers lately and there's those two guys at the Guild of calamitous Intent who always are answering like the, the 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 hotline and they're sitting there in their full armor and their visors and their eye patches and they have nothing else to do and that's all I could think about when I'm looking at this Cobra guy sitting by himself in some panel just answering the phone. I want that job, is what I'm trying to say. If Cobra was a real organization, <laughs> I would pay them to wear full armor and visors and just answer customer support calls. That sounds amazing to me.
0: <laughs>
1: uh so the second plot point that we recycled, other uh, oh, somebody calls them the Dud Knocks. And yeah, okay. Yeah, and this then, is an
2: on yeah, it's an ongoing thing. But, it was funny. But...
0: I liked it. I'm fine. Uh we're skipping right over uh the flashback to them as uh youngsters Mm -hmm. and uh Mm -hmm. talking to their sensei
2: you already complained about it you called them dorks
0: no 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 uh because we get the little kid version later but uh back when they introduced the concept of the trial of water with the log uh, yeah the flashback and their sensei is there who has an eye patch whatever and is white the sensei of the Arashikage clan is white.
1: Wait a minute, I I thought- He has
0: kanji on his uh, gi that is fake Japanese. Wait,
2: this is a serious question. Is everyone, like, is this an anime thing where everyone just looks white? No. Because I'm thinking of like, like Sailor Moon- does not like looks white and lives in Japan.
0: Any uh, that is complicated. That's a complicated question. Any martial arts master who is a guru of some type is absolutely not a white dude.
2: No, no, I'm just saying, like, is he is he supposed to be Japanese? But this is just the animation, because there are other anime shows that I've watched that are set in Japan and they just look white, but they are Japanese. Like, that's that's what I'm saying.
1: No, that's a thing. That's a real thing. And here's the deal. Look, there's been a lot of there's been a lot written about that because my understanding and this is. I, I've thought about this a lot, having grown up watching a ton of anime. The movie Akira, like everybody looks white, yeah. except that they're all in to- Neo Tokyo. And the, the 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 story goes that they're t- they're written, they're bleh, they're drawn to be neutral, and that the audience perceives them as whatever they are. Yeah. So in in J- my understanding is in Japan, people look at that exact same stuff and go, those people are clearly Japanese, and then we watch it and we go, those people are clearly white. And it's just and it's just a difference of opinion, and uh, that they are again portrayed as neutral. In some Lupin the Third stuff, there are people who are very clearly supposed to be Japanese who look very almost upsettingly stereotypically Japanese, but then all the other characters, Lupin, like his gang Zenigata, they're all supposed to also be Japanese, but they, you know, to my Western brain, look white. I don't have an answer, is the answer to this question. I just... Yeah, it's, I'm it's, just it's, saying... People like, talk about this a lot.
2: I, like, it, is any character in this show, including those that are supposed to be Japanese, do are they drawn in any way that is...
0: I will only say this. That mustache is a white mustache. Okay, look. I, there is no I mean, Asian Japanese person today. on the planet that has... A goddamn Oklahoma mustache like that guy.
1: I look, here's the deal. I don't I don't think he, I I when I looked at him, I thought he was reasonably you know Asian co- uh, yes uh, uh, coded. I, thought,
2: I thought he was he was drawn in a sort of neutral Asian way. that's that's what it, it looks like it's a stylistic choice. and he's not supposed to be a white guy. He's supposed to be Japanese.
0: Is that supposed to be Japanese on his outfit?
1: Well, probably yes. And you are raising another excellent point, Chan. I don't have good answers here. I don't see any writing on his outfit.
0: Well, I guess you're getting another screenshot from me. <laughs> so I was
1: I looked up Japanese mustaches. I just Googled it to try to find an example to put Chan away. And I found a guy who was perfect. And then when I clicked on the image, it said the ambassador to Japan. <laughs> and that didn't make my point at all, did it?
0: Mm, not so much. No. Um. Up,
1: oh, Robert Clark Chan. Here we go. This is perfect for this notoriously <laughs> visual medium.
0: You have found the one Japanese dude who has a mustache that looks kind of like that.
1: Uh, I mean,
2: I, I, I think unless they said in the cartoon that he's not supposed to be Japanese, I think he's supposed to be Japanese. Dear
0: God, what <laughs> the fuck? Why are you sending a clearly fake mustache picture? <laughs> uh, that is a very obviously real mustache.
1: How dare you, Robert Clark Chan? I will be putting it on our Twitter account for the show at GI Joe podcast. And I will just ask the question fake or real. I think that seems fair. And people will have to make that decision before listening to this segment. Somebody else carry the show for a second. (laughs) This is ground to a halt. (laughs) And it's your fault. Well, then let's just go to commercial. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. To protect America, Battle Force 2000 creates the battle vehicles of the future. Nobody beats
0: G.I. Joe's Battle Force 2000.
1: Skysweeper, Eliminator, Vindicator.
0: Nobody beats G.I. Joe's Battle Force 2000.
1: Dominator, Vector, and Marauder, they split and recombine into the awesome Future Fortress. Go, go. Nobody beats G.I. Joe, The real American hero. Battle Force: Two thousand figures and vehicles sold separately. Collect all six vehicles to form the Future Fortress. Joe, Joe! Now back to GI Joe. Okay, we're back. <laughs>
2: Ray has composed himself.
1: I'm ba- guys. It took me a long time. It took me a very long time to come back, but here I am. So, I kind of like this moment, except it again steals from a previous gi joe uh sigma six in that the power stone excuse me sigma stone ends up like uh uh uh, next to this um this fighting robot that's not quite ready it's ai isn't ready it's been powered down uh (coughs) it gets stepped on if i remember correctly and buzzer shoots it he just shoots the sigma stone which then zaps the robot turning it into a mindless automaton that cannot tell friend from foe and starts attacking the dreadnoughts. It evolves it somehow. I don't understand it. Except that what I'm very confused about here is it's clearly, the stone itself is a small stone in between two like rocks, right? And it's like on a little pedestal and it falls. They shoot it, leaving only a piece of that pedestal that held the rock. And G.I. Joe runs and grabs the stone. Like, they try to recover the stone, even though it's clearly gone because it blew up. Am I crazy? Uh, it,
0: uh It's confusing. It, it ejected energy of some kind, but there was still a stone left over. I don't know if, like, uh, part of the stone uh, evaporated, basically, or if it's just, like, you, you whack it and it, like, makes a big light show and does weird shit to robots. Uh, Well, I like this. I like, I like that.
2: The, uh, yeah, I like when enemies become friends, when friends become enemies, uh, because of robots.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I like the concept that these Sigma stones do weird shit to technology because we did it before with the, um,
2: dog oh, thing no, we didn't,
0: did we the dog was completely separate wasn't it
2: wait yeah that he, like, was this show some shit.
0: Yeah, but i mean uh was it a result of the sigma stones or was it some other he was he was he got some information from overkill and plugged it in and then he gave it some sort of liquid what was that liquid
1: oh that was oh. The, that was the stuff that he created from the lab
2: yeah that's right
0: but it didn't have any rep- uh uh Attachment to the Sigma Stone did it because none, none if the whatsoever. idea if they sort of like stumble on that, um, these Sigma Stones, which sure, like they have existed for a long time, and you know, uh, um, uh, ancient ninjas thought that they had some sort of power, uh, but it didn't really do anything. And now that these robots, um, uh, are being affected by this thing, like, oh my god, this is a, a thing that we didn't realize these things did. I would be into it. And if, you know, we continue on and look, like they kept putting him into more and more robots and the robots got weirder and weirder. Like that would be a really fun thing to play with. Uh, we're 10 episodes in and we've sort of introduced it. If they follow up with it, I'm going to be excited if they, if this was just some sort of random ass thing, because like, I don't know, we're calling them Sigma Stones today, Power Stones tomorrow, and they affect robots one day, and then they don't do jack squat, except, like, they're, like, really uh, cool gasoline. I'm going to be uh, bummed that they drop the ball again.
1: Yeah. Well, well I mean, we'll see what happens. Now, I, I did like a moment between uh, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are fighting with swords, and they're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then Storm Shadow just stops fighting, and he turns his back, and he's like, I can tell you're preoccupied with your friends being in trouble and I don't want to fight you when you're not at your best. So why don't you go save your friends and we'll pick this up another time. Cause this isn't fun for me anymore. And I don't, I liked it. I like these moments. They keep happening.
0: I hate it.
1: <laughs>
0: like it it's good doesn't character make any- moments, Chan. It's not a good character moment because there was never anything established that like, I want to fight you at your best. He's like, I want to fucking kill you because you betrayed our family. And then to be like, oh, but no, it needs to be. He he hasn't mentioned anything about honor or an honorable killing. He's just saying that like, I am mad at you and I want to kill Um, you. I believe earlier on he did
1: refer to Snake Eyes as being dishonorable. I believe he did do that. Yeah. So how does that? Yeah. Yeah. How does that factor into this? Now, if you think he's dishonorable, you probably shouldn't be turning your back to him in the middle of a fight. Yeah, it's I mean, out I there. Think,
2: like you know, uh, Storm Shadow's not stupid. I I think like you know, deep down, he knows something is up, but he's defined himself by this beef for so many years. Uh, you know, it's like the master and the doctor. The master doesn't really want the doctor gone because then it's, he's got nothing. He's got nothing left to do.
0: Then I would like, uh, I would like it to, ha- I would like Storm Shadow shown up and said like, yeah, I'm going to finally um, show everybody that I'm the best by defeating you. But uh that's not what he that's you know not that how it dialogue's a little
1: it. on the nose, isn't it, Chan?
0: <laughs> I mean that's what they pre- that's what they presented. They switched it up on us in the middle. It was a tale of vengeance, and now it's a matter of honor. Pick one.
2: They, they can be intertwined, I think.
0: Then they need to introduce it as intertwined. It did not come off that way at the beginning, and it felt like a cop out when they changed it up in the middle.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I do know that I really enjoyed the moment when Kamakura and Jinx run out of ideas, so they just run their bike into this virus robot and just smash directly into him, creating a big explosion. That brought me a lot of joy. I also appreciate that the, the dreadnoughts are gone. The dreadnoughts have taken off and they are not coming back the rest of this episode. That
2: is weird. I just realized that. They yeah, they I liked it what a lot? the hell
1: happened to them? Uh, they they see the killer robot is fighting Joe's, and they get out of town.
0: And that is a character choice and a correct one. Where that was there a moment where they're like, ah, I am frightened. Let's run. I don't know that they uh, actually said it out loud. I don't
2: think they just like Irish goodbye. Like I, I, think that's a dreadnought thing where they are just they're like let's like, they their Homer melting into the bush.
1: Uh, I'm into it. Uh, so they they all take their different shots. There's okay. There's many different moments when I feel like they clearly imply that the virus robot's been cut in half, and then it just falls over and it hasn't been cut really at all. And I don't know what the deal with that is. Um, that was very very upsetting to me. Uh, also, like the uh, uh uh, what is it? Kamakura snake. The snake eyes turns his sword into a power sword from warhammer forty thousand, which was excellent and then he slices a whole bunch of pieces off of the virus robot and then it regenerates itself back to full form again because it's evolving on the spot how could anyone possibly defeat this robot uh
0: that's why i'm back to like appreciating the structure of it uh because like yeah it's dumb that his sword turns into a ton somehow and you know it was like laser sword and cuts them up. Uh, but like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And you, you defeat it. And then the robot comes back up. That's neat. And then they have to uh, uh, team up to get uh, to defeat it. But like, why? Why would
1: Storm Shadow do that? Because he's honorable and he wants to help Snake Eyes overcome this obstacle. So that way he may be clear headed and fight him again at full strength. It's very obvious. Chan, why do I have to explain this? Do I have to explain every show to you, Chan? Why do you not understand things?
0: I understand that it was lazy.
1: So they go ahead and they do the log move against the robot together in tandem. Do it perfectly the using triangle. all three elements. I wrote here, F, yes. Duo work. They crush it. It was awesome. Best moment of the episode. Yes, more of this. This was fresh. Certified fresh.
0: More of this, but correctly.
1: And they put that on the outside of the box. Robert Chan says, more of this.
0: Dot, dot, dot. Dot,
1: dot, dot. You don't need to do the rest of the statement. Don't worry about that. Um, yeah. So, the Dreadnoughts, we cut back to them. And they are flying back to the Cobra base. And Buzzer comes up with a big plan. They do not have the uh, Sigma Stone to bring back, right? That's, That's not good. Cobra Commander will not be happy. Buzzer turns to their Dreadnoughts and says, Cobra Commander will freak when he finds out Buzzer used up that rock. Yeah, you're not kidding. Oh, I was just trying to zap them ninjas. I'm deep in the dung heap. Maybe I could tell him the stone was a fake. What? Huh. Throw that liar in chains. Cobra commander was listening in. Sorry, sir. Uh. Again, let me be that guy in the visor, in the armor who just answers phones. That <laughs> job sounds sick to me. I love it.
0: Sorry, sir. I left the I left the line open. That That makes me laugh.
1: Uh, I, You
2: just know that the Dreadnoughts, when they go to the Japanese airport, are buying a bunch of different flavored Kit Kats and bringing them back for <laughs> their friends. Just like I did. That? Just yeah, like exactly. I did.
0: I mean, that is the reason why uh, we see Buzzer again, because they came up and like. Look, Cobra Commander, I brought you some uh, <laughs> Cherry Blossom Kit Kats. Yeah. Ah, next time. Next time. But these are delicious. Yeah.
2: Oh, I got you some plum wine ones, too. This one's sake flavored. It doesn't really have a strong flavor.
0: Yeah, I didn't care for the sake ones. They're kind of dull.
2: Yeah, they were dull. I got to go back to Japan to get some more
1: to get some more Kit Kats.
0: Yes, Just for that one reason. <laughs>
1: Uh, amazing just fantastic and I wrote here storm shadow kind of rules I just like him here and this is where we cut back to them as baby ninjas ladies and gentlemen we have baby ninjas and they are dressed once again in the exact same outfits as they wear today and that I got a good hearty laugh out of cutting back to them as baby ninjas wearing the, the same shit I laughed eye out loud yeah
0: Mm, we're in their kitty pajamas uh also uh hearkening back to the ninja's understanding of elements
1: to be a ninja you must be strong as steel
0: i like that strong as steel makes total sense
1: free as air
0: a ninja should be free uh just like the air moving around
1: and bold as water
0: the fuck bold as water like
2: yeah, if you pour water into something, it molds to its shape. That makes sense, Chan.
1: Bold. When I think of bold, bold I think of two things: flaming hot Cheetos and oh. water.
2: Oh yeah, bold doesn't make sense. I thought he was saying they mold themselves. They can mold themselves into any shape, just like when you pour water into a different thing. But you
0: thought he said mold? I
1: he and said mold, mold as
0: water. I could see. I could see Gina hearing that and. Uh, uh yeah you guys (laughs) i just
1: asked this question what is snake eyes sweeping
0: the grass yeah remember when donald trump told us to sweep the forests Mm -hmm. oh he's trying to
1: prevent a forest fire around the arashikage shrine Uh they cut back to them as baby ninjas there's a few moments one of them is storm shadow using a cloth and polishing the uh the stone uh, the you know the shrine and then snake eyes next to him brooming the grass next to the shrine. No, I mean he probably is like it's like it's like the equivalent of breaking the leaves. It's not with though. A, it's with an a broom, timey broom, and it's grass. Yeah, this is what happened before there were rakes. You this used a grass stiff is broom. Filthy. How long have you been out here sweeping it?
0: This is like the uh, uh, karate kid thing, like wax on, wax off. No, no, no. seriously. This is we're definitely teaching you uh, martial arts and not just making you do chores.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's sweeping the grass, I guess. Um, this is where they they walk away from each other. And that that's the end of the episode. Uh, Storm Shadow, for a moment, is like, maybe I don't want to kill you. Maybe I feel ashamed. I have conflicting feelings. I'm getting out of here some other day, Jerko McGurko. And then he takes off, and that's the episode. Best episode of Sigma Six we've seen so far.
2: I don't remember any of the episodes, including this one.
1: So my statement stands uncorrectable. (laughs) And that's it, everybody. G.I. Joe Sigma Six, Episode 10, Honor. How's your, how's your full watch going? Somebody from the future who just got to this episode like nine years after we recorded it? Is the world still around? I wish I knew what you knew.
0: You could tell Ray what to invest in or what team to bet on in the 2023 World Series.
1: That hasn't happened yet. That would be a good bet
0: excellent excellent i have
1: i'm glad you accidentally backed into a correct sports reference there we go
0: yeah look at me
1: hey football season's upon us (laughs) oh by the time you hear this it's possible the lions won or didn't win their first game of the season on thursday night to open against the defending champion kansas city chiefs if they won what a great day if they lost oh no
2: I wonder how I'm doing in my fantasy football league. Gino,
0: you're doing as great well as the Detroit Lions. <laughs> in other words, we just don't know. Uh, no, we know. Open future. We're just not accepting the fact that we have lost horribly again. Unless they don't. Ah, uh, but they will. I mean,
1: it's it's possible. They will. And that's our show, everybody. Remember to check out all the links, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Heck, why not go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast and you know, like five bucks a month, support the show. You know, we're actually, uh, we're doing up in the future. We got some more, uh, listener Patreon suggestions of episodes to listen to or to watch, I should say. And if I was smart, I would have my calendar up to talk about it a little bit more uh this next episode is 1940s superman suggested by lord Snurts. how about that that's coming up soon
0: intriguing
1: and we have a couple more three episodes of gi joe sigma six to burn through and then we are getting to our our october halloween episodes our november thanksgiving day or no holiday at all according to this robonic stooges by patron Rob Schaefer episode that Chan has scheduled in November. I don't know why, but Chan makes decisions sometimes that bamboozle us. Also in December, look for Christmas episodes. We're making an effort, everybody, to try to get seasonal programming before the end of the season. And I think we should be applauded that it only took us eight, nine seasons to get there. Seasonal, seasonal.
0: We are very good at this.
2: I'm going to start watching Halloween cartoons now.
1: I think it's fair. And and here's the record. Uh, can we find some, can we get some Thanksgiving stuff suggested to us, please? Why are we doing robotic stooges when there's got to be some sort of great Turkey day something? Yeah.
0: Give us all those. Give us all because, those. Because somebody said we had to finish all 13 episodes of G.I. Joe before we started the holidays. So I had to muscle in an extra three friggin episodes. That's why. I don't remember
2: saying that.
0: I think Gina said it. She just doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Gina. Sounds like something Gina would I mean, do. Usually, sounds like
2: I, something I, usually I say said. stuff and don't get credit for it. So I guess it's only right that finally <laughs> I didn't say something and got credit for it.
1: So wait, using the, the transitive property, Chan, I think you said it.
0: I don't think you know how the transitive property works. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Take a man, heavy duty on the scene. Saint guys, hand to hand, long range, leading the main
1: starlet, ready to fight.
2: Turn
1: on, ignite. <laughs> wherever Cobra strikes, wherever they attack, GI Joe will fight.
2: There's no turning back. <laughs> Yo, Joe.
1: Captain America vs. Darth Vader, Solid Snake vs. the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop vs. Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.